How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. I got no warning. It just, you just went. It just can't, Yeah, you know, oh. sometimes, sometimes I start feeling better um, than mm. I was on this episode, even though I'm still in that, you know, nasally uh, congested yep. phase. Uh, but I'm here. The voice is loud. I'm bringing the energy because we're finally putting together all of our hard fantasy work um, into this episode. Um, it is our mock draft episode, our annual sports appeal mock draft, um, and I'm, I'm ready so, to get it going. Yeah, before we jump in, though, we had our first draft right after we recorded the last episode. We did. How did you like your team? I really, I really liked my team. I thought my really liked it. I, I, I really got, you know, some of these guys that I wanted. Um, I ended mm-hmm. up getting the second pick because we didn't know the draft order until yep. it started. And I got Austin Eckler with the second pick, which I said that I would be taking in drafts if I did get that second pick. So I love a you team that. that I can get Eckler. I think I got Jalen Waddell and Chris Olave as my receivers. Lamont as my quarterback. I loved it. Hmm. I went with a, a little bit of the stack, a stack that you always prescribe. I went oh, with the Patrick you, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey stack. You went with the stack because I Travis did. Kelsey fa- falls to you at seven. Knew you were yep. going to pick him. And then yep. you went, then, you, 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 you had to do it. Like something I in did. your brain told you you had to do it. You know, what's interesting about my draft is I feel like I got very, after Mahomes and Kelsey, I got very serviceable people who are on the field all the time. Like yeah. the Travis ATNs and the George Kittles and the Cam Akers and the, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Khalil Herbert. Like, I just felt like yeah. I got players that should be able to provide. I just, but then I, I got my, my wide receivers are, are like George Pickens and yeah, you know, look, you're not going to have a stack, <laughs> yeah. you know, team everywhere, yeah. but, nope. uh, you, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey, that's, that's about a good 50 to 60 points a game. They should carry half your team. I, uh, and, which and that's what I'm hoping for, which you are really banking on. So we'll get into our mock drafts in a little. We'll run through two mock drafts um, with two different spots. We're going to run it on fantasy pros. If you don't use fantasy pros, um, I think it's the best mock draft simulator there to get ready for your drafts. Uh, the ESPN ones that you do as live, you know, you jump in live with other people are fine and they're fun, but people don't really take them serious and take random players. And then they quit halfway through and, this is just easier to do it as, you know, just us two as the only real people in there. And then the AIs basically will just take, you know, what the experts pick on fantasy pros. So let's get into yep. it. Let's run it. Let's start with some news before we get into our fantasy mock drafts, because as we're heating up in the NFL season, we're heating up into college football season as well. And week zero uh, was this past weekend uh, where we had oh. two two uh, top 25 teams get off to their, you know, preseason sort of start uh, with Notre Dame and USC. Both teams did not have an issue winning there. Notre Dame looked fine against Navy 42 to three and USC 56 to 28, but two big players, you know, that we all have been waiting very patiently this, you know, this off season to see, um, and that's Sam Hartman for Notre Dame and obviously the great Caleb Williams for USC. And they both produced, you know, against some bad teams. Dude, Navy disappointed me. I really little, thought with the right? with, a little I bit. thought with the new coach, I thought with they would get away from, you know, just basically running every down. And what happens? They throw six passes. You know, like six passes. And, and, We're still and, doing and the, the run run every play. 
And has, has, has Lavate been there for like seriously 10 years? Like, I feel uh, like that's been the quarterback for Navy forever. But Sam Hartman yeah. threw 83% completions, four touchdowns, 250 yards. He just looked good. He looked really, really good. He looked good. He looked good as an Irishman. Yeah. And then obviously Caleb Williams is Caleb Williams. And, uh, but it you know, took him he, a while. That first half was terrible. Yeah, the first half was slow start, and, and San Jose actually scored a lot of points, which is the reason I, I think USC is going to be a good team, but I don't take them serious as a contender or a playoff team is because that defense is still horrible. And they, yes. you know, it, it allows a 28, to point, 28 points to San, you know, San Jose State. What happens when they play Utah and Oregon this year? They're, they're in, yeah. inevitably going to lose to one by just allowing too many points. Too many points. Um, yeah. But Caleb Williams, you know, just that throw that, that that play where the he fumbled the ball and there was a bad yeah. snap and he throws yeah. off his back foot for a touchdown like this guy is going to be so he's, special he's playing with boys you know yeah but here's the funny part man I hate the fact that we rushed because we had so many things to do with the you know uh, the the NFL stuff we didn't really yeah. get to pick and pick what I really loved I loved the over it was over sixty six. I, yeah. I, I was like, USC is going to score them a 6-6 by themselves. That thing went to like 80 points. I was like, my God, that was the easiest money on have <laughs> Should have taken it, but I honestly yeah. wasn't even looking forward to week zero because those games were going to be so lopsided. But, you know, obviously we're hopping in, into week one of college football this weekend. Um, and mm -hmm. there are some good games to look forward to. UCF, um, our Knights open up against Kent State. That would be on Thursday. 36-point favorites. 36-point favorites? Nothing too hard to, you know, to worry about. Um, You know, it's it's going to be a good opener to what should be a good season. So it'll be exciting, you know, to get back to How tailgates, back to the bounce yes. house. How many people will be in the stadium in the fourth quarter? You know, probably not a lot. It should be a first-half game where everyone gets home a little earlier, um, which is fine yep. for me to start off the season with an easy win. Um, But mm -hmm. then looking forward – to some of the games this weekend, um, you know, n n no top 25 matchups until uh, you the get Sunday. to the Sunday night matchup, which we started last season with, which is LSU Florida State, which is the game of the week, which is going to be yes. um, an unbelievably, you know, unbelievable opening game for two top 10 teams who are both contenders this year and, and want to get oh, to yeah. that college football playoff. I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. Two of the most exciting quarterbacks in the country, and in in, in Jaden Daniels and, and Jordan Travis, I, I can't yep. wait. If it wasn't one hundred and fifty dollars to park downtown, you know, <laughs> I would literally be going to this game. But the right. tickets are outrageous, the parking's outrageous, and I will be watching it on my eighty-five inch TV. Right, and and I I agree. I'll be watching it as well. It's in Orlando, um, so that's yep. why we were you know intrigued about about going to this game, and I'm sure. The FSU fans will be make the trip down from Tallahassee um, and get ready for this game. And it's such a it's a really big game because of what happened last year. You know, with the, mm -hmm. the missed extra point, oh, um, you know, it was, was a amazing game down to the wire. Um, and it, it, it really just felt like LSU, you know, did all that, that fighting for nothing. You know, so they <laughs> they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder for this game to get some revenge on on yeah. FSU. Um, who, who's going to win this game? I, just I think, think LSU. Well, no, I don't. Okay, I think, I think LSU gets the revenge. I think I think Daniels is the guy. Um, I do think he's a better quarterback than Jordan Travis, and I think LSU is going to come back and prove you know that they want this game. Um, and and FSU, I know I said before, I think they're a good team, but I think they're a little overrated there 
And, you know, starting off with that loss is not going to be a great way to start to start their season. I totally disagree with you. I think this is the best FSU team since probably the 80s. Like, this oh, team is stacked. It's been a while. Or, stacked. you know, Jameis, or Jameis Winston, but, you know. Okay, we'll, fine. We'll, we'll but either way, you. I'm saying this is a very good Florida State team that's going to make a lot of noise. And I oh. really there, – there, there's five potential first-round draft picks on this team. Like, it's no, a very good oh, team. There's a lot. All right, so we will. Uh, I'm also I'm also really excited about Colorado against TCU. I want to see Deion mm-hmm. Sanders and what he brings to the table. I want to see the post, you know, uh, Duggan era. You know, I just I think that right. game is also going to be be fun to watch. It is going to be fun to watch because you know the, the Deion Sanders hype is just was was so real. You know, it was so much yeah. to see that this team actually. I know he hasn't done had a full season of recruiting, which is going to be this next upcoming season, but he's going to have to produce, you know, some, some wins this year for Colorado. Definitely. And last but not least on Monday night, I'm really looking forward to Clemson Duke. I think Duke's going to give them everything they can handle. Yeah. I I think people are are looking at Clemson and they're saying this isn't as strong of a team as they have, but they're still a top 10 team. You know, this is a good team. Their defense is stacked. Like Stacked. I think people are overlooking Clemson and not realizing that this be, team, yeah, right. Their, this their team is going to be, be excellent. Shipley is excellent running back. No, no, Clemson's great, but they're going yeah. on the road. And Riley Leonard is the real deal. Like I think this Duke team is going to give them a, is going to they'll give them a good game. I don't. I'm not mm-hmm. projecting they're going to beat them. The week before NFL starts, we get college football. So at least you know football's back this weekend. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful time. Before we get into our mock drafts, uh, there yeah. is one piece of NFL news. There's a bunch of cuts going on, you know, as the deadlines approach for getting down yeah, to Tuesday, the 55-man roster. Um, yeah, it was either today or tomorrow. It might be no, today tomorrow. at this the time this goes out. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So the biggest one that I, I am shocked by um, is Colt McCoy getting just, just getting too. released by the Arizona Cardinals, which – this isn't a big deal. Like the Cardinals are going to suck no matter who's their quarterback. But we all know Kyler Murray is out for the pretty much the whole year, and they've confirmed it that you know he's going to miss most, if not the whole year. Yep. Cole McCoy was Would the presumed like starter. He was the, guy. Was the yes. presumed starter for for the entire offseason, and up until yep. today, you know he gets cut, and they traded yep. for for Joshua Dobbs, who's been a backup a long time in this league. Um, you know, figuring he will just be uh, in that quarterback room as well. And they have Clayton Toon, who they drafted this year out of Houston, who I think was a sneaky yep. pick and I'm a fan of. And now mm-hmm. it will be down to one of those two for this starting job. And I really, really hope that they give it to Clayton Toon because I think we've seen yep. everything we need to see from Joshua Dobbs. And he's a average to bad backup, you know, in this yep. league. Nothing really much to see from him. But Clayton Toon, give him a chance. I think he's a good quarterback. He has a strong arm. He's, he's mobile. Hey, you know what I'm excited about? Way. You know what I'm excited about? We the Dallas Cowboys play them week three. Yeah, that's going to be a fun game. You know, God forbid we get off to a, maybe a rocky start with some, you know, some tough games. We oh, play the Jets oh, week oh, two. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll get back on a winning track no matter what. Or we go three and zero. That'd be fine with me. There too. you go. That's where I'm thinking. All right, All right let's time do to let's get do this. it started. So we have done this every year, um, where we hop into a mock draft and we go through. To, this time we're going to try to go through two. Um, if we have the time for it and we'll 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 start with our first mock draft i will be having the number one pick and i'll give you the number 12 pick um so we'll see it's nice, it's nice we'll, of you. we'll go each pick 
you know, obviously a, a snake draft with 12 teams, uh, there'll be AI making the other picks. It'll just be based off expert, you know, opinions and rankings. Um, and then uh, once, you know, we get to our pick, we'll kind of break it down, you know, explain who's on the board um, and who, what our thought process is going into drafts um, just to give everyone a little breakdown going through a full mock draft. So let's, let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to start this up. We're doing it on fantasy pros right now, which I love. Um, I do. I've been doing some mock drafts just myself, um, just hopping in with the AI because I think that their AI is is the best system, um, and the way that they do it, you know, I think it gives you the most realistic mock drafts instead of doing it with people who really don't care on ESPN. So, I am on the clock with the first overall pick, and like we've discussed, there's not really a uh, there's not really a pick, you know, that that you can make over Justin Jefferson. Um, I, I, I wouldn't hesitate at all. I was mad in our draft the other day because I had the number two pick because I really wanted <laughs> Justin Jefferson to win. But the draft begins, and I will make no hesitation or waste no time taking Justin Jefferson. I think he finishes as the number one player um, in fantasy this year, you know, at the skill position. Um, and, and taking, you know, a guy that is going to go for 1,600, 1,700, could break records this year in that offense. You know, it, there's nothing to think about. 86% of experts agree with Justin Jefferson being taken number yeah. one. I think you got to do it. So you are now on the clock at number 12. We skipped down to you. Um, some guys that are off the board, the usual seven, up to Tyree Kill. Bijan goes eight, Saquon nine, CeeDee Lamb 10, and Stefan Diggs 11. It is up to you for your 12th and then 13th pick where you will snake back into the second round. Yeah. So it kills me that Bijan Robinson was taken and it yep. kills me that CD lamb and Stefan Diggs were taken right in front of me. So I'm now got to have to sit here and basically determine whether I want to take the best running back here and take, you know, either a Josh Jacobs, a Tony Pollard, a Derek Henry, or do I go wide receiver and look at Amron St. Brown, AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, or Garrett Wilson. I mean, yeah. that's basically kind of where I'm at. Or do I go crazy and do something stupid and go with Patrick Mahomes at number 12. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, the Mahomes pick is the smartest at 12 when you're not getting Kelsey there. You're not, you know, or, or you didn't have a, yeah. you know, middle round pick and you're snaking back. I don't nice. like him as your as your first pick there. But this is why I say the 12th pick is not bad. Look at the players that you can get. You can get oh. A.J. Brown and Tony Pollard. You can go Chubb and Pollard, get two RB1s. Like the 12th pick this year with with running backs falling is a solid pick. So I'll let you decide. Was, what, what are you going to do with this 12th pick? All right. So what I'm going to do is I am going to, again, because I do believe Josh Jacobs will take a step back. Mm -hmm. I will take, I'll take Derrick Henry. Okay. With the 12th pick. Okay. And then I'm going to come around. And because there's so many good wide receivers, I'm going to this position, take Tony Pollard. And I'm going to stack up with two very serviceable I, running backs. I like it. That that's that's the decision. That is the decision I'm making with the 12th pick because the top wide receivers are mostly gone, and you have yep. that decision, you know, with Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, there, Jalen Waddle. But I think that's a little high for those guys, especially yep. your first round pick, and then your you know first second round pick. Um, but yep. I love the, the idea of stacking up running backs because what you're seeing this year is the amount of teams that have two RB ones. It is diminished Very this year few. because of Very because few. of all the wide receivers going. You can't get the the two running backs, you know, because they're all going to be gone in that second, early, third round. So, yep. 
getting that 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 duel at running back is definitely going you know could pay off this year in fantasy for sure. Especially when you have Derrick Henry, who's a touchdown machine, and Tony Pollard, who's right. going to get both catches and runs. And you know, I just I need the I need almost like that running back that's going to be on the field, you know, for two to three right. downs. Right. So I I totally like the decision there. So now we go through the second round, and I will you know having the first pick, I will be the last pick of the second round, and then sneak around to the first pick. So I will have back to back picks. As well, after you take Tony Pollard, Jonathan Taylor goes off the board. Um, next is Mark Andrews. Someone goes tight end very high. Um, AJ very high. Brown, Amon St. Brown, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Mahomes goes with the eighth pick of the second round. And then Garrett Wilson, Waddle, and Josh Jacobs gets taken a pick before me. How dare you? Um, because I love the Josh Jacobs pick now that he signed um, that yep. one-year deal. So I, I before, really before you make your Before you make Jacobs. your pick, someone got a steal with the eighth pick in the second round, getting Mahomes. Yeah, I, I love that. That's where I like Mahomes. And that, you know, later second round, if, you, if he's there, I mean, you make no hesitation I, there. I would have picked, like I did in my draft, I would have taken him sooner than that. No, I, I definitely agree. And when you look at, you know, his team now, um, I'm trying to find it here, team five, um, he got the Kelsey Mahomes stack. So there you go. He was uh, he was agreeing with you. So he, he definitely waited after he got Kelsey. Yeah, smart AI. Um, smart AI right there, baby. The AI, you know, it's it's taken yeah. over. Uh, all right, so let's look what I have to decide. So I have Justin Jefferson. Um, I think that it would be, you know, smart of me to go at that least one running back here. I definitely yes, could go uh, with – I definitely could look, you know, at other positions, but I have to get at least one running back here. And I have Ramadre Stevenson, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, and Jameer Gibbs on the board, which – I'm not in love with any of these guys. Um, I'm definitely not going to select Najee Harris. It's, you know, we, in our stay away episode of running backs, I definitely said that I'm not interested in picking there. Jameer Gibbs though, is definitely going up on my, uh, on my, my radar here for running backs. I think he's a very solid RB two and could honestly, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying, I really do think he's a sneaky RB one pick. If you go heavy at wide receiver, um, I think he's going to catch a lot of passes this year. Um, and, and he's just, you know, he, he's re- he has a, he had a really good camp and I really think, yeah. um, that he's an explosive player. Um, but I think Joe Mixon at, at this pick is, is maybe a little bit safer there for my RB one. Um, so I'm going to go Joe Mixon with hmm. my last pick in the second round. So I will have a decision to make on my next pick where I have Joe Mixon and Justin Jefferson here. I could double down on running backs. I could go. With Gibbs here, I'm looking at another receiver. I love Chris Olave this year. T. Higgins is there, Devontae Smith. But then I also look quarterback. I have not gone quarter high quarterback in any draft this year. The highest I've gotten is Lamar Jackson in the draft that we had last week. And I love Lamar Jackson, but there's Josh Allen there. There's Jalen Hurts there, which I think both are going to have amazing seasons. And, you know, looking at this, they will not be around by they, the time. They will not be here. around on my, on my next pick because I have to skip. Nope. This whole next round, so I'm 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 torn. I'm torn here. If I were you, this is a Josh Allen all the way pick. Yeah, I would definitely take Allen over Hertz. Um, and yes. I'm looking at the wide receiver position right now, and I don't think with getting Jefferson, there's no pressure on me to take a lot here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree yep. with you. I'm gonna go Josh Allen to get a top quarterback. Um, there. I didn't like your Joe Mixon pick, though, honestly. No, right? I mean, I, I would. I, I think would it's a safe pick. 
it's safe. But I would have taken Travis Etienne over him. I would have taken Najee Harris over him. And I would have taken Kenneth Walker the third over him. Yeah. I think all I, th- I, I'm telling you, I think that's I, you know, honestly, I, I, Etienne was down there. They don't even have, you know, they have him a little less valued on this team. So I would have, I would have definitely liked that. But yeah, I think Mixon's the safest option out of those two. How about right after Josh Allen, after you picked him, Jalen Hurts was picked next. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone didn't want to lose that, that oh, last man. quarterback. Dude, and then Ridley was taken off the Ridley board. That's what I was going to take next. Uh, Alave, Gibbs, Etienne, Higgins, they're all off the board in the, the early third round. Brees Hall goes 308, which is a little crazy there. I'm, I'm definitely one that stays away from Brees Hall, especially in the early rounds there. And then Devontae Smith, DK Metcalf, and then Stevenson goes before you. So you have the last pick in the third round and the first pick in the fourth round. Ooh, okay. Well, this is where I am going to take Lamar because I can't afford not to take one of the top five quarterbacks here because none of them are going to be around when I loop back around 24 picks from now. So okay. I'm going to take Lamar with the last pick in the third round. And I like when that. I, I mean, I love Lamar this year. Yeah. And then when I flip around, obviously I need a tight end or I need a wide receiver. You know, all the big boys are, are still out there for the tight end. So do I go and hmm, the decision now is do I go with a TJ Hawkinson who I think, or George Kittle, who I think are miles above everybody else, or do yeah. I take my first wide receiver here and go with maybe a Chris Godwin? A right. DJ so here's, here's the thing. You now have made three picks and you don't have a receiver. And I think, uh-huh. yes, you have the running back advantage and now you have the quarterback advantage. I like the team, but you have yeah. to get one of these low end, you know, receivers here. Um, yeah. You like, you, you kind of have to, because you eventually screw yourself if you're not taking one until the fifth, you know, the fifth pick, unless you really do believe that Hawkinson and Kittle, you know, are, are two guys that are yeah. worth taking the, 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 the pick on. I'm looking at wide receiver here though. If I'm you, I am too, but the wide receiver crew is not that sexy. You know, who I'm going on and I'll say this, all the yeah. Browns hate that I give all the Deshaun Watson hate. I give, I really like Mari Cooper this year. I do no, I like, because I like he is, too. he's in a, in a system that's, that's going to throw the ball with, you know, with, with Watson, although I don't, you know, think he's that successful this year. He's going to throw the ball and he's going to, you know, he's going to air it out and he has a good arm. Amari yeah. Cooper's a number one wide receiver there. And there's not a lot of competition in that offense for, for, no. for catches. So you're going to see a guy that has well over, 120 130 targets this year and could have 100 receptions on the year for well over a thousand yards and he's sneaking in to this late fourth round i got him in a draft last night as my as my wide receiver too i took tyreek hill with my Mm -hmm. sixth pick and then got him as my wide receiver too it's just something that i'm looking at like again competition you know is number one thing that i look at in fantasy and i don't see a lot of competition for targets from you know the browns no i agree yeah and i'm seriously in heavy back and forth or, mode, or you can go with your guy Cooper. that you never pick. You can go with the guy you never no, pick. Who's there too? And Keenan Allen. Allen. I told you I'm not going Keenan Allen. I'm staying with that. <laughs> All right. my, my choice, really, my choice right now is Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, or Chris Godwin. Right. I, I think that's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, right? I, I'd I, agree I think, with with that. Yeah. I think I, I, yeah. I got I got I got Amari Cooper over the top. I got Chris Godwin catching a lot of small, low, you know, little passes from Baker, right? Or I have the DJ Moore explosion if if Justin Fields can figure out the quarterback position. I think I'm going to go safe, and I'm going to take Chris Godwin. Oh, okay. Godwin. 
Um, I, I, I disagree. I would have taken Cooper. But again, I think Godwin, again, safe is correct. I think that yeah. when you look at a guy that's going to have a lot of catches on the year and will be the number one, you know, reception leader on this team, um, yeah. you know, it's fine. You have a stacked running back position. You have one of the top quarterbacks. You know, you have to take a hit somewhere. Um, and Godwin being your wide receiver one, you know, is definitely not the strongest, but he should be able to, you know, in I'm PPR going leagues, high, be high PPR. That's right. right. I'm going for eight for 80 every week to nine for 110. Yeah. Right. So after that, Najee Harris goes off the board as well as some uh, quarterbacks here. Boom. Um, and then fields a little later, Waller, Debo, Samuel, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Alexander Madison, Kenneth Walker, and Amari Cooper go off the board right, right before, before me. You. Are they Ooh. listening? Is the AI listening? Because they might and be listening to us. Very possible. I, I, I can't believe that just happened. I would have loved Amari Cooper to be in my <laughs> wide receiver too. It would have been, you know, the draft I had last night all over again. So now I will snake back with my two picks at the end of the fourth and the beginning. Oh, oh. Of the fifth. Four, four top, top tight ends are still on the board. They are there. They are there. And I you will. Got Hawkinson, Kittle, yeah. Pitts, and Goddard. Ooh, this is tough. I, this is tough. Because I really want to look here at wide receivers. I'm going to get one of these wide receivers for sure. I'm looking yeah. at DJ Moore. I would love as my wide receiver too. Even Hopkins. I like, you know, McLaurin. With, the, with those two guys there, I wouldn't really consider. But again, don't think it's a yeah. bad option. Um, for for a wide receiver too. Um, just also, to you in. you love Damian Pierce, and he's still sitting there. You yeah, need that second. You, you, you need that and Miles Sanders. You, you need that second right. you know, starting running back. So so I'm going to take DJ Moore with this pick. I'm going to get this wide receiver, whether it's this or my next one. So I'm going to take DJ yeah. Moore with my last yeah. pick in the fourth round. I think that you're going to see Justin Fields kind of feed him this year, and I like him more. Mm-hmm. The more. Uh, you know, preseason I've watched. I think he had a really good drive um, on the his last preseason game against the Bills. Uh, he's going to feed him a lot this season. Yeah. So, like that pick there to get my wide receiver two. Um, I don't know why it's not going through, which is weird, but uh, there we go. All right, so I take DJ Moore there to get my wide receiver two. Unfortunately, everyone on my team has a bye week 13. Good thing yeah, this that- isn't my actual team. Yes. Um, but doesn't matter for this. Now I am looking at a different. That's, that's the week before the playoffs, man. You, you better hope that you have it solidly booked. Yeah. Tight end position. I would look at Kittle here um, over Hawkinson. I've said that before. Um, I just think Kittle is is that guy, and he's going to have yet another great season. Um, but you... then running back, like you said, Damian Pierce is there, and also Miles Sanders, who's a guy I like. But I would take Pierce over Miles Sanders. So I'm basically debating right now, do I go with my RB2 and get Damian Pierce, um, or do I go with Kittle, or or is Kittle last another round, which I don't think no, he Kittle, does. He's Kittle, not. Kittle will not last another round. He's Number not one. lasting another Number round. two, the differential between Kittle and some of like the, the Jared Everett's of the world that you'll be getting when you skip him versus right. the difference between Damian Pierce and let's say uh, um, yeah, Rashad White. Yeah, Rashad uh, James White, Connor. Yeah, or, or or an AJ Dillon is not, or even K Makers. It's not that different. Like right. you have to take Kittle here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Kittle just because I don't want to miss out on him. I missed out on him in two drafts already in real life because I was, you know, uh, dicking I, around. 
Yeah, you know, just wait it. People, you know, thinking people would wait on him and and I, you know, passed on him for a round, thinking he'd be there again. And then he goes a couple picks later. I'm not gonna mess around here. I'm gonna get Kittle um as yes. my tight end. I think that's the right call. All right, after after I pick now we go Mike Evans, Justin Herbert is the next quarterback off the board, then goes TJ Hawkinson um as another tight end, Deontay Johnson, Miles Sanders, Hopkins. Montgomery goes before Pierce and White, which is interesting mm-hmm. to me. I would disagree with that. And then Christian Watson right before you. Hopefully you didn't want him, and now you are there with the last pick of the fifth round and the first pick of the sixth. Hmm. Okay. So with one of the two picks, and we'll start with tight end, because I'm going to go tight right. end here. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth between Pitts, Goddard, and Ingram. Right? I mean – they're, they're the three best on the board. You know, you, you did scare me a little when we previewed the tight ends. You know, again, with Desmond Ritter, he's got to really improve for Kyle Pitts to have the kind of year we need him to have. Yes, yeah. Matt Ryan and, and throwing the ball. Kyle like, Pitts finished as tight end 12 his rookie year, tight end 20 last year, and he's going as tight end six this year, which is yeah, like they are projecting him to make a big leap. And the quarterback position is going to have to take his – as big of a leap as they think he will make in order for him to make that leap, which is, it's a big risk, but he has all the fundamentals and he has the talent to do so. So am I picking him? Am I personally picking him over Goddard? Absolutely not. Um, But, but I think Dallas Goddard is an amazing tight end. I just don't think he's the greatest fantasy football tight end on the planet. He's not, he's not there with the kid of the Andrews, you know, the, you know, the Kelsey and and those top guys because of the, the target share. But I just think, you know, in that offense, how explosive it was and how much of a a personal favorite target he is for Jalen Hurts um, and, and his ability to be one of those, you know, wide receiver S type tight ends that, that can turn, you know, turn up field and make guys miss. I, I just think it's it's, it is. you know, having guys on better teams in fantasy fantasy usually you, works out. That's what I'll say. You, you convinced me. I'm taking Dallas Goddard with the last pick. That's what I'm here round. for. Yep. All right. Okay. So you get your you get your tight end there. You're looking good. Yeah. Um, and yep. now you have the decision to, you know, maybe get some depth or no, go with your wide receiver too. I got to get another wide receiver here because now we're starting to get into that second tier. And, yep. um, and this you is have another, you have another uh, Falcon there at Drake London, who they are suggesting you pick is the highest ranked player, which I don't get how he's ranked higher than Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett even Brandon Ayuk, and then you have Mike Williams there. There's some solid upside guys. Um, There's a lot of solid upside guys. There's also the player that I really have been – I really have him flying up my my board. I took him in my draft the other day, and that's George Pickens. Right? I mean, again, this might be a little high in the sixth round. I don't think he's going to be around at the end of the seventh for me. You know, so I might have to pay up for him a little bit here. Um, Jahan Dotson, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy's hurt, but you know, how hurt is he? Yeah. You know, uh, it was the hand. Well, you're seriously not looking at McLaurin, you know, and, and Tyler Lockett no, I, that are, dude, that are proven I will, I will, receivers. I will never take Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. Yeah. You can have all day long. Tyler Lockett. I told you Jackson Smith, the Jigba is going to take a ton of carry, a ton of catches away from me. I'm yeah. going to go nuts here and I'm going to take George Pickens. I'm paying up for him. All right, Pickens lover. I don't think yes. it's a bad pick. I think I like your him. reasoning is fine for Lockett and for McLaurin, and a lot of people are agreeing with you. That's why he's they both are sliding. 
in a lot of drafts. So I don't necessarily yep. agree. I think the Pickens pick is a risky one, but you know, you like who you like. Another quarterback exactly. off the board, Trevor Lawrence. And then Alvin Kamara, who's suspended, goes in the early sixth round, which is around where he's going. Um, mm-hmm. Then you go Javante Williams, another running back off the board. Pitts finally goes in the middle Way of the sixth early. round. Um, and then Daniel Jones is another quarterback off the board, which this is actually something I've been seeing recently in drafts is Daniel Jones yeah. is going as like a top 12, top 10 quarterback in fantasy. I don't get it. I don't understand. I why. He's not in my top 12 in any way, shape, or form. But but I don't get why. What is enticing to have Daniel Jones on your team? Because he runs the but, ball because he sometimes? Runs the ball. Yeah. You're gonna, he's going to throw for 300 crazy. yards maybe four times this year. Maybe. Yeah. I, I would yeah. take the under on that. I don't, I don't see the fantasy upside anywhere. Uh, maybe if you want a like running quarterback, but he still doesn't yeah. run for 50 yards or more a game on average. Like I no. I think that's way really bad. I would never even look for Daniel Jones as my fantasy QB, but you know that people want who they want. Evan Ingram, McLaurin goes, then Dobbins, Mike Williams, and then James Cook um, is off the board before my pick of the last pick in the sixth round and the first pick in the seventh. I still need an RB2. um, which You better start getting it now. Which I'm going to take with one of these picks. And sure enough, James Conner and Cam Akers are there. And the news that we just covered today um with you know the the rookie uh, either a rookie quarterback starting um you know joshua dobbs starting james connor is there um as the running back one in arizona um and he was the running back four through the last eight games last year he averaged almost 20 points per game for the cardinals last season you know he's a he's a down nose running back that scores touchdowns is good in the red zone you know, mm-hmm. but he's just not going to offer you. He's not going to offer me. You know, a lot of hundred yard games, a lot of no. a lot of breakout games. Um, I no. think I think Acres has a little bit more upside. Um, I really do. Um, totally so agree. I actually would like to take Acres in this. I think a lot of people are saying, well, you know, he was going to be cut last year and all that, but guess what? He didn't. That's how the NFL works. I, I don't think yep. people understand. Is the NFL one day you could be cut, and the next day you're you you know you're back uh, the star player of the team. That's just how. The and he had juice works. at the end of the year. He had juice he in his legs. And this you know. team, you know, is, is going to look for guys that can help kickstart their offense besides Cooper Cup. And I think their second best player is Akers. So yep. I will take Akers as my RB2. It's a weak room, but I got to do what I got to do with, you know, you taking gotta do Jefferson so high. All right. And for your final pick, the flex. Now my pick here, I will look, you know, all over the board, really. I'm at that flex position. I will decide. You know, do I, I don't love to take running backs in PPR, you know, as, as my flex, it's not something I love to do. So I will look more wide receiver position. I'm not going to take London, not a big fan of Drake London, but Lockett is there. Ayuk is still there. Jerry Judy is still there. Um, Fryer Booth is uh, still on the board. Yeah. I really look for another tight end, you know, with getting Kittle there, but. You know, Lockett, again, I agree with you. Najigba there create, and, and and my opinion of Metcalf, you know, probably having one of his best seasons yet. It does cause some controversy for taking Lockett there. But again, I look at Ayuk, and again, this is a guy. I've talked about how I don't love the 49ers this year. You know, I, I don't love a lot of taking a lot of players in the 49ers, but he had a 1,000 yards last year in an offense that likes to run the football, and, you know, their tight end is, is their best wideout. So, this is an intriguing pick for me. He, he he has a high usage rate. He looked great last year. He was better than Debo Samuel last year. 
Um, oh so there's God. an argument that they have a 1A, 1B type of wide receiver, you know, position battle up for grabs. But and you're going to get a wide receiver and a tight end on the same team? It is true. I do, I do have Kittle there. So I... You know, I got a question I, for you. I got before you pick. Yeah. I got a question. I'm not. I, I got and, time. I'm. I'm. And, I'm looking around. Any consideration for Brandon Cooks? There is. Again, I would like Brandon Cooks. You know, as my bench wide receiver, I'm not mm-hmm. really looking to start him week one or, or look to him being a a weekly starter. I, I kind of. It's one of those things where maybe it's just as as a Cowboy fan, I like. I want to see it before it happens. I I can't <laughs> believe that like. Is are we going to get the Brandon Cooks that we've seen? And part of, I want to believe that. Yeah, we're going to see a thousand yard receiver Brandon Cooks, and if that happens, he's a I mean, definitely he's viable flex option. He's um, done it like think, every year, but one. I think I honestly can wait another round and go with him as a bench wide receiver, and that's what I've done in a lot of leagues. I've gotten him as my second, third bench guy, so I'm not mm-hmm. looking at him here. Um, but well, Jerry screw, Judy I'm, would be the Jerry Judy would be the pick if we knew how how serious his hamstring injury was. And when you look at it, you know, his his injury says, you know, expected to miss several weeks, which it, it, it's still Concerned. not a bad pick. Although you, you, he's, he's going to probably be out week one here. Look, I'm yep. not going to overthink it. You know, I, okay. I, I understand that I'm getting two guys on the same team, but I really do think Ayuk should be the pick here. Um, wow. So I will go with him. Okay. Look at you. Anyway, can, I'm gonna come Stacking back here. I'll get way. some. I'll get some wide receiver. You know, uh, you know, bench value there, and and we'll uh, we'll be okay. Okay. Are we going past the flex here? Or yeah, we. we uh, I, I would look. We don't need to go defense kicker, but let's go a couple yeah. bench options. You know, yeah. to see who you take in your later rounds, who you like as a as as a bench option. Okay. So for me, uh, who. All right, so obviously on my team, I'm feeling pretty solid having Lamar Jackson, Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, Chris Godwin, George Pickens, and Dallas Goddard. I need, I, I got to look more, a little more wide receiver. I, I think I need another one just to flip and flop based on who the matchups are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm kind of in that Christian Kirk, Jordan Addison, Gabe Davis area. You know. Yep. Or I can take my guy. Yep. I don't know if it's too early for Jackson Smith to take them, but, but it's close. It's definitely close. There's a lot of guys that have better fantasy value than the Jigba, though, and you're staring at yes. three and, of them, and, and, and I would and, definitely take them over the Jigba. And I'm going to go off. I'm going to do what I did in my draft because I do believe that this guy is going to have a breakout season, and he's going to be the number one wide receiver on a very potent offense. And that is Zay Flowers. I don't mm. think OBJ is the guy. I think Zay Flowers is going to be a stud, and I'm going to take him here as my flex. Uh, all right. It's a it's a interesting receiving core you have there. A lot of boomer bass type of guys. <laughs> hey, uh, you're taking it's kind of like, it's kind of like my draft. Taking some day. yeah, taking some risks, and then you will get one more bench option to solidify your team. Uh, you so, can go for another receiver. Or you can go running back, or you know some type of. You know, when I look at the running backs, I mean, Dalvin Cook screams at me, you know, uh, Pacheco is an option, A.J. Yep. Dillon's an option, but there's one guy that I, again, think is going to have a breakout season, and that is Khalil Herbert on Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year that he is going to have a 1,000 yards, and I am going to take Mr. Herbert as my bench player. 
if Khalil Herbert's your bench running back, especially with Pollard and Henry being your guys, I think you're going to be right. Have some some solid depth there. So my two bench yeah. pieces. Um, I will look at the board here. You have Gibson, Swift, Pacheco, Sutton, Dotson going off all before me. So all the guys that I was looking, you know, maybe to add to my bench. But there is one guy that is being handed to me at the end of the eighth round. I can't believe how low people are on this guy. And that would be Jordan Addison, the wide receiver on Minnesota. The number two option against, you know, on the opposite side of the number one wide receiver in all of fantasy football. I don't have him on my team. So I'm going to take Jordan Addison here. Um, I get insurance. I get insurance on my guy. If Justin Jefferson were to go down with an injury, I have a flex option on a high powered offense where both of these guys could see high, you know, high percentage of targets there. So I will take Addison with one of my bench pieces here. And then with my other bench piece, I can look at running back as well, but honestly, in this scenario, we're ending on this pick, but I would look somewhere else to the running backs, I'll stick with more wide receiver depth. Gabe Davis is there too. I love Gabe Davis, another number two wide receiver on a potent offense. I think I've gotten one of Gabe Davis or Jordan Addison as my number one bench wide receiver on my team. I think I just think that is is one of the best things you can do in fantasy is have one of those guys um, yeah. as as a steal on your bench in fantasy. There. I'm surprised you took Gabe Davis over Michael Thomas. I thought you were yeah. kind of on this Michael Thomas train. I was, I was, but it's or Nico like, Collins. I thought you were on a little Nico Collins train. No, not over, not over Gabe though. Okay. Gabe's my guy. All right, All right let's right. break down our teams here um, before we hop into a quicker. Hold on, man. Uh, don't, don't I get my last pick in my ninth round? I got uh, my second bench player. Yeah, yeah, one more bench player. Okay, so for my second bench player, because I have. Uh, a running back, I will look at wide receiver or tight end. I'll look at the wide receivers, and there's a guy who I think has a new lease on life, and the fact that a reason I didn't take Amari Cooper is because I don't agree with you that he's the only guy on the team. I'm going to take a flyer here. I'm going to go with Elijah Moore having a breakout season. I like the pick. I I think as a, again, number two option on a team, not pass-heavy, but yep. again, number two option as your bench they receiver. Be, they're going to have to be pot pass heavy because otherwise, what the hell did you pay $240 million to yeah. Deshaun Jack, Watson? I agree. So definitely not a bad bench All option right, so there. Who, I'll read who's off got a better team? the who's team. Got a better team? Uh, my team, I'll start Josh Allen at quarterback. My two running backs, Joe Mixon and Cam Akers. My wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, um, and Brandon Ayuk at my flex. And my tight end is George Kittle, um, which I love. Mm-hmm. Then to your team, uh, you will go Lamar Jackson at quarterback, Tony Pollard, and Derrick Henry at running back, which is a star-studded duo. The wide receiver room a little weaker. Pickens, Godwin, and Zay Flowers, and then Goddard as the tight end. I like both of our teams. I think we went a, yeah. a couple different it's, routes there. I would you honestly, have the better wide receivers. I have the better running right, backs. But I would honestly say that I think your team comes out a little better than mine. I will be honest. I think yeah. I think with the twelfth again, the twelfth pick is the, the sneakiest with the wraparound this year is such a sneaky pick. I like it. Yes. Yes. I think and I think if we look at it, there's definitely an advantage to being at the end of the draft. Yeah, definitely, definitely is. So let's do this. Let's it's, go a little it's quicker. A, it's a it's a bitch to get JJ and then have to wait twenty three yeah. picks for another pick. But hopefully he's worth it this year if you do yeah, get that hopefully. number one pick. All right, let's do this. Let's go back. Um, I don't know if you can go back um, there. I'll 
I might have to set this up once again. Um, and we're going to do this. We're going to go with, um, we're going to go with two different draft spots. So I will actually have to invite you once again, which this has been going on, uh, pretty yeah, much no, all actually, day as, yeah, yeah. as, uh, you know, we've been trying to set this up here. And while you send me your, your second draft thing, I, I, you know, it's funny, the, the more that we're getting into draft season, the more we're starting to like talk ourselves into things, yeah. you know, right. And it's so funny that when you looked at some of the best players last year, they weren't even drafted. Right. No. I mean, the jet McKinnons of the world, right. That were right. picked up somewhere in the middle part of the season who ended up being, you know, a top, you know, uh, 15 running back. Hey, this is why waiver wires are just as important as your draft, you know, keep updated with, with some guys that you want to take there. So with all, with all the injuries and everything else for sure. Right. So as you, right, as you hop in to this new one, um, we're going to switch yep. it around. We'll give you one of the top spots. We're not going to give you one. Um, you can either four. choose. I'll take, take four. four. All right. Yeah. So you take four. I'll go down to eight, um, you know, to have, we'll, we'll have kind of an even, uh, you have the first four. I'll have, the last four spots. Actually, I'll go nine. That's a little more even there. So I'll go into nine. Right. Um, whenever did you, did you, you hop into this, yep. Set up, sent to you. Oh wait, hold on. Let me exit out of this puppy. So when when I click on it, on the yep. link that you send me, it yep. puts me in here, and I'm gonna take slot number you said four. Yep. And we right. will hop right in. So we'll get Let's you go. with the first pick in this one. Um, so all right. Different. All right. Different mentality now. Different mentality. I'm pl yeah. picking early. I need a stud. Picking early. Picking early. One, two, and three off the board um, as this starts up in a couple seconds here. But we figure it goes Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and then Christian McCaffrey. And you are at four um, with Austin Eckler sitting in your lap. And if you listen to your son, who has been screaming for Austin Eckler um, for the last couple months, you will be smart about this pick. And he takes Austin Eckler right before you. Wow. Um, this one passes on Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson, McCaffrey, Eckler, and Jamar okay. Chase now falls to your lap so, at four. Or do you, or do you like Tyreek Hill over him? Uh -huh. we, you, you said it. We, not only did we say it, we had this exact scenario that we talked about the other day. We did. How, we did, how, does, this how does this That's happen? How does this happen? That's insane. And I yep. cannot go back on what I said. And what I said nope. is that if I'm given the chance, I'm taking Tyreek Hill over Jamar Chase, and I am wow. taking Tyreek Hill. All right. Like the pick at four. After Hill goes Chase to five. That might be the latest I've seen him in a draft ever this year. <laughs> Saquon <laughs> goes six. Travis Kelsey, seven. Cup goes eight, and I am left with the age-old Stefan Diggs or CeeDee Lamb debate. And you bet your bottom that I am going with my guy, CeeDee Lamb, of the Dallas Cow Cowboys. I think it's a great pick. Uh, I have yet to get him on a team this year, and I will get him on my fake Sports Appeal mock draft team well, at number nine. How do you pass up on Bijan Robinson? I just don't well, want him. But Bijan goes right after me um, to pick 10. Okay. So after that goes Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams are there, and I wrap back around with the fourth pick 
of the second round. So I got my wide receiver one, and I obviously can't go with Tony Pollard because I don't want to stack up too much on the same side, but I will go with a running back. I like this pick because now I'm wrapping around and I have the option of Chubb and I have the option of Josh Jacobs. And I actually, when you look at the running back ranking, I put Chubb one spot above Josh Jacobs, but I had that worry in the back of my mind. I was like, is Josh Jacobs going to play? Is he going to give it his all? He signs his contract now. And maybe do those rankings flip a week later? They're projected the same amount of points. It's a tough, tough decision there. Can't go wrong. Can't Can't go go wrong. I think both of them are going to have good seasons, but I think, you know, on on maybe some mediocre teams. Hmm? But in this case, I'm going to stick to my word, and I'm going to go Nick Chubb as my running back one. Okay. No problem with it. Going back down to you with the ninth pick in the second round, Amon St. Brown goes after me, then Mahomes a little earlier this time in the second round, Pollard, Ramadre Stevenson, and then to you. You you know, it's crazy. I really thought Mahomes was going to fall to me. (laughs) And I was going to do a happy dance with a Mahomes Tyreek Hill. I'm sure. Reuniting. All right. I got Tyreek Hill. I I I think I gotta I think I gotta go. I think I'm gonna go Waddle. You can't go Jalen Waddle unless you want to go with both. No, I can't go Jalen Waddle, but I could go. What I said before was before I had two amazing running backs in this position. I think I have to go with the I have to go Garrett Wilson. I have to Mm. go with the Tyree Kill Garrett Wilson supreme wide receiver room. That's that is that's a beautiful thing right there. It's a beautiful thing. I really like the duo there. Um, so you get with two stud wide receivers. Waddle goes a little later in round two. Mixon is off the board. First pick of the third round, then Allen, then Najee Harris. And it's back to me with the fourth pick of the third round. Kind of similar here whoa, with, whoa, with whoa, my whoa, last. Whoa. Oh, back to you. I'm sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Back sorry. to you with the third where, pick. Where are you going there, buddy? You sorry. Take it's your, long episode. You take long your, episode. You take your time. Okay. It, it hasn't come back to you. It's my turn. And my turn means that I got to get my ass a running back. So yep. I'm going over here running back, and I'm going, hmm, again, very high on Travis Etienne this year. So I'm very high on him. I'm very high on Kenneth Walker the third. So I'm kind of going either in those two directions. But the Jameer Gibbs thing, it, it kind it's of grow- it, it, it's it's growing on you too. I know, I know. Enticing. But Etienne is there. I don't think you should overthink your, your Etienne I don't think pick. I should overthink. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to get Tyreek Hill, Garrett Wilson, and a Travis Etienne who Dude, might have 100 catches this year. Maybe the I'll fourth take, pick is the best this year. I'm taking Etienne. God, I love this I team. Like Can it. I do this right now? I, I like the pick. I like the pick there. After after Etienne, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs right before me, of course. Mm. Um, yes. And then I will have the pick at number nine. Again, I have Kenneth Walker, Aaron Jones there, who I'm high on. As a wide, you know, as a running back this year, Calvin Ridley, T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, Alave. Um, I'm just wondering. Obviously, I snake back around in you know a couple picks. Who is more likely to be there, the Walker, the Jones, or one of these top wide receivers? And I would bank on the wide receivers being more. I want to get one of these running backs to solidify, you know, an, uh, my top two running backs. And I think getting Nick Chubb and then going Aaron Jones in the third round, who I think does finish as a top 10 running back this year, can you, is a can very pass, good duo. Can you pass up having a wide receiver duo of CeeDee Lamb and Chris Olave? Yeah, I mean, 
or or, or I know. Duo of C.D. Lamb and T. Higgins or Calvin Ridley. I am praying to God that Calvin Ridley or T. Higgins not gonna be are there around. in eight picks. I'm banking on it. Watch this. I'm taking Aaron Jones. Fingers crossed. All right. All right. Aaron Jones is my RB two. Fingers crossed. Come on. Let's we go. Bye, Olave. Bye, Higgins. Ridley is still there. That's why you do you it. That's why you gamble. That is why you gamble. So Higgins goes off the board. Keenan Allen does too. And Olave obviously was the pick after. Lamar was in there too, as well as Bingo going right after Lamar. But Calvin Ridley falls to me at the fourth pick of the fourth round. What a steal That's that a steal. is. And That's I get Calvin Ridley go with CeeDee Lamb, Nick Chubb, and, and, and Aaron Jones. These two so teams are looking a lot better than our, than our, than our last two teams. Way better. So we better, Jesus, get, get some middle-round picks. Yeah, right. I like it. Ugh. Back to you after I take Ridley, uh, Chris Godwin, Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, so a little wide receiver runoff, and then Hawkinson goes before you. Um, so yeah. the tight ends there. Um, you got yep. Kittle and then that, that fall-off after him if you want to go and, with tight end. And, and you, you cannot. I mean, with my team of – Literally, I mean, I, I love this team. I really want this team to be mine. With with Hill, Wilson, and ATN, how do I not take Kittle? Like, right. I, I would be an idiot. So right. I am or, or you, all over Kittle. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I, I so like Kittle, Kittle better than Waller. I like Kittle better than Herbert's the next quarterback off the board. Then then you have Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders, Drake London, McLaurin, and DJ Moore, um, which, I, wow, I was expecting more quarterbacks to go off the board in that late fourth round. And, and, now a, and now I have my, a decision. Me, to, me, oh, you have, me, you have a decision me, to make. Me. Sorry, I keep thinking yes. I'm coming up. Me. Sorry. And so right now I have to decide, do I want to take uh, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, or do I go for that second running back because Kenneth Walker III is there as well as Alexander Madison? So uh, You've been talking about Kenneth Walker III for two rounds now, and he's still there. I don't know how you would pa- pass up on him. I have, and I have a sneaky, I have two sneaky quarterbacks that I'm going to take later. So I'm going to go right here, and I just, I can't pass up Kenneth Walker the third year. Yeah, I like that. God, I love this team. That's a great team. After Walker, of course, Justin Fields goes after I thought I had him, but it was your pick, turns out. Then Ayuk, Dalvin Cook, and Madison after him. So at quarterback, I could go Trevor Lawrence. I would be taking, you might be there on my next pick when I sneak around too. Um, I love Trevor Lawrence this year, but I'm with you. I'm going to wait on quarterback this year uh, on, on this draft. I went court. We went both went quarterback high last yep. time. So I'll wait on quarterback. I could get a flex here or a tight end. Um, Darren Waller is there. He would be the next guy I would pick. But again, I'm going to wait on that. Pick. So Ooh. I'm looking at wide receiver here. I have okay. CeeDee Lamb and Calvin Ridley and DeAndre Hopkins is staring at me in the face. He's, he's <laughs> looking at me. He's he staring into my soul. And he's even, of course, he's smiling at you. When Deontay Johnson, Christian Watson, Tyler Lockett, and Mike Williams are the next guys below him, I am not hesitating to take DeAndre Hopkins. This team is amazing. This team is amazing. I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. After him goes Rashad White, Tyler Lockett, Cam Akers, Darren Waller goes, of course. So I, I, the gamble paid off for Ridley, not for Darren Waller. Um, and then yep. Jerry Judy and T-Law goes the pick before me as it snakes back. So I have basically – my entire starting lineup for my skills positions, except my tight end and my quarterback. Again, I'm waiting on my quarterback because now there's some guys that I can wait for the later rounds. Yep. And the, at the tight end position now, I don't really want Kyle Pitts and, you know, Goddard is there. I, I think I can wait even another round on 
So this is a, a scenario where you can go into your bench before you take your tight end or your quarterback and just keep improving on your depth. Um, and I yep. look, I see Deontay Johnson there. Christian Kirk is, is an enticing bench wide receiver. I think Marquise Brown, as much as we're hating on the wide receivers uh, or the, the Cardinals and their quarterback situation, could be a I very mean, good somebody, but yeah. bench stash there. And Mike Evans is there as well. So I'm, I'm looking around. Michael Pittman, too, who I think is a, is a good – again, bench. This is my bench wide receiver. I hear you. Um, and, and when I look at it, I would actually be deciding between Michael Pittman Jr. and Marquise Brown here. And I think I'm going to do – I did this in the league again the other night, and it's just, I'm seeing trends that I like. And Marquise Brown is slipping to – the bench and i think when you get that you're going to see a guy that is the number one receiver on the team by far he has a lot of talent and if they, if clayton's who does get that job he had speed i don't know they got again they got to throw to someone the marquise brown here right. i like him as my right. bench guy i like him way better Hollywood than michael brown. this week this year after marquise brown we're back to you kyle pitts goes after me so someone liked him more than us christian watson alvin kamara gets picked um and then michael pittman right before you i was i was I really thought it was going to drop. I know. I was, I, I I was, was taking Christian Watson on this next pick. I was Man. so excited to make him my bench wide receiver, and that just hurts. That hurts. It just hurts. All right. So I am now going to still wait on my quarterback. Yep. I am going to jump on, uh, again, somebody that I told you uh, from a bench position I still think is going to have a great year, and I'm going to jump on Jackson Smith Najigba. Right. And I'm going to put him here as uh, my first bench wide receiver. Over Mike Evans. Wow. Over Pickens. Mike Evans okay. is dead to me. Dead wow. to me. You go with him there. Dak is another quarterback off the off the board. Really, really high um, for that. James Conner, Christian Kirk, um, and then James Cook as it snakes back to you. All right. So here's where I'm going to take my quarterback. Okay. Yeah. This would and, be a good pick, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to take a guy – who I fell in love with due to a Netflix special, a guy that we basically are saying will have the number one wide receiver on the board, will yep. have the number two guy who was a Bolitnikov winner, the second or third best tight end in the league. How the F do we not take Kirk Cousins? Yep. I am taking Kirk Cousins here in the seventh round. Sleeper QB alert. I definitely think that he's going to have yet. He's a great fantasy QB. He's going to throw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns this year. I don't see yes, how if you wait on a quarterback, Kirk Cousins is, is a great pick. J.K. Dobbins goes after that. Then Evans, then Deontay Johnson. And thank God Deshaun Watson was taken before because <laughs> I wasn't taking him. So now I got to look towards the tight end position. And Goddard's there around after I said, and I will not hesitate yep. on Goddard and I'll take him as my tight end. And then sure. it's, Snakes back to me, and I will have to go QB here as well. And no QBs went off the board, so the same guys are there I, for me. How is Tua still around? And he's still there. And here is the thing. that is, It doesn't surprise me. Tua has been lasting in 12-man leagues till the 10th, 11th round. Backup quarterback on a lot of teams. It's, it's just, I think just everyone's scared of the health issue. And yeah. if I can solidify in a draft that we were doing a full bench, I could solidify a, a solid backup. Um, then I think weeks, I would. Seven weeks in last year, he was the number two fantasy yeah. football. So I am fine with taking Tua here as my starter. And then if he gets yeah. hurt, we can address. Obviously, I will address the QB situation, the backup QB situation a little earlier and just get a 
you know, a solid guy to back him up. You could get like a Geno Smith backing him up, and that would be amazingly solid. So I got I got him there, and it's back to you um, after Jordan Addison goes and and DeAndre Swift. Another one who not drafted, Aaron Rodgers. What the hell? Again, going as a backup. I have him as probably a backup QB in every league. It just, you know, people are, are just not are just not high. I don't know why. All right. So for my, are we doing one more? Is this my last pick? Yeah. So we're, oh, I have one more. You might have have two two more. more. Yeah. You have two more. All right. So I need a backup running back and it's really between two guys. It's AJ Dillon or Samaji Piran. Mm -hmm. You know, I think Javante Williams is going to be a disaster coming back from the ACL. I thought Samaje Pirine looked great last year, back backing up Joe Mixon and starting for Joe Mixon down the stretch. Yep. Um, but it's really hard not to take AJ Dillon. The guy gets touchdowns. The guy gets you know, he's just he's, he's, he's a very solid backup running back. Very in solid sure. backup. Very solid. And then there's Jet McKinnon. Yep. You know. And then there's also Jamal Williams. Yeah, it's hard. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go AJ Dillon. All right. I like that. I like that as a backup too. After that, Pickens goes. Michael Thomas, Sutton, Gabe Davis, all the wide receiver bench wide receivers are going. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster, Zay Flowers, right before you, um, at your last pick, your wraparound at the ninth round. My last one and my wraparound and my ninth. Okay, so I need another wide receiver or a tight end. Uh, the tight ends you got Evan Ingram, Fryermuth, or Schultz on the wide receiver side. I'm looking at Elijah Moore again. Quentin Johnston, the the big rookie in in uh, in L.A., uh, Jacoby Myers, now the number two guy in Las Vegas. <sighs> None of these are really exciting me too much. There's your boy Nico Collins. Mm. That could be a nice little interesting pick right there as the number one guy over in Houston. Huh, it's, that's actually might be where I go. You should lead because, there. You should lead there. Yeah, you know, the other one that's kind of interesting is Sky Moore. You know, yeah. at a Kansas City, I, I look. Somebody's got. Pacheco's going to have to throw the ball somebody besides Travis, right? Yep. And with no Juju Smith-Schuster there and no McCall Hardman, right? This is the year that Sky Moore could take a very big step it's, forward. It's worth the bench pick. However, I think a it little is. early for your sure. number I think I can one get him later. backup I think I can get wide him receiver. Later. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. Yep, I'm going to go Nico Collins. Take a flyer. Right. I like it. I like getting Nico Collins as your bench guy. Um, and then after that, Samaje Pirine goes, which screws me over a little. And then Gainwell, Penny, a lot of Philly fans there getting some running backs. And then Odell Beckham goes, which is pretty high. Um, so my last pick, I will look for a backup running back. And a guy that I said I loved, um, I'm getting a starting running back for the first three weeks in Jamal Williams. And then I'm also mm. getting a guy that led the league in touchdowns last year. Um, if good. he's my backup Solid. running back to Chubb and Jones, I love this team. <laughs> I completely really love this team. Let's, so let's break let's down. Break it down. And compare. I, I gave you the first mock draft, and we'll have some serious discussion about this one. My team, Tua Tungavani as my starting QB, Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones um, as my starting running backs, CeeDee Lamb and Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins as my wide receivers and my flex, and then Dallas Goddard as my tight end. That is a stud of a starting lineup there. I love that. And then going to yours, Kirk Cousins at quarterback, ETN and Walker as your two running backs, your wide receivers stacked as well. Tyree Kill, Garrett Wilson, and Jackson Smith, Najigba, and your tight end is at George Kittle. 
I, I like my team a lot. I don't know. I I think that both these honestly, okay. shit, I didn't realize how how good your team was as well. I might give you the edge on this one as well. This is what I want you to do. I want you to put this, these two lineups, on TikTok and yep. let the fans and, decide. Le and let the fans decide. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put these two on TikTok. We're gonna let we're gonna let the people decide. Because I think it's close. I think it's very close. It close. I'm honestly going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. Like, I think I'd give you the edge just because of the Hill Garrett Wilson there, but I have Lamb and Ridley and Nick Listen, Chubb. I like your team. I think your team is definitely solid. I, I like my team a little better. All right. So the mock draft 2023 edition, I guess would go to you. I guess would go to you. I think, I think you does. had, I think you had the two good, better mock drafts. <laughs> there it is. But unfortunately, <laughs> Mock drafts are just mock drafts. Mock Nobody drafts cares drafts. about your mock draft team because you can't unfortunately play with it. Now, when we get to our leagues, it's a different story. We have an auction league coming up tonight, actually, as this goes out. Um, and we will get updated on that because that is the league that we care about you know, most. And now we are also both in. But you know what I really love about what we're doing right now? It's giving me some really yeah. good ideas. It's it's getting your mind churning about some some possible things that you could be looking for in in the upcoming draft. So and, we will see maybe every, some guys that I'm yeah. maybe some guys that I'm going to be really quiet and wait to the end when I have yep. a little bit of extra money left and I'm going to sneak them in in the back end. I like I like how you think I like mm -hmm. I like that 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 sort of thought process there. Yeah, we will. So the see next time we the next time we talk, buddy, uh, on next Friday, talk, buddy. The next time we talk, we. we we, we got a UCF game under our belt. I know. We'll, we'll probably break that down uh, the day after that. Mm -hmm. And we will, you know, hop into basically our last episode before our sort of, you know, weekly schedule starts with previewing predictions, and, predictions, and, and recapping predictions. the NFL week by week. So we will have, obviously have some news and notes and, and get to our official previews and our, our record predictions, playoffs, Super Bowl, and our award predictions on Friday. So that will completely end off our you know off-season uh nfl content love it 